I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. At the Emmys last night, here are some of the awkward moments that we took away. Um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian and Kendall Jenner came out to present. Their cue card said, Our family knows firsthand how compelling television can be when it comes from real people just being themselves in an unscripted show. And they got laughed at. Uh, because the tone of the night, the audience thought they were joking. Yes. And then Kendall Jenner's face said it all. She was like, uh, uh, uh. Did, did she was not joking. And it was no. like, you better take us seriously. Right. Oh, do you think that was a setup in the script? Whoever wrote that? It had to have been. Oh. Because it was so blatantly, you know, just like not true. <laughs> but right. something that they believe, you know, I mean, so blatantly not true from what the public sees. Right. So I feel like that was a little mean of them to put that on the cue card. Setup. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, some of the other. That was funny, awkward, though. Yeah, it was Agreed. awkward. Another awkward moment on social media. People were tweeting about Natasha Leone's clapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people said, I'll think about nothing else for a week. Looks like a four year old clapping. Um, are her nails still wet? <laughs> Uh, has the clapping disease transferred from Nicole Kidman to Natasha? That's who it was first. Yes. <laughs> it was really weird. It kind of like went like down and up. Like she met her hands at the top and then would clap down. <laughs> I can't even, you'd have to see me to and know what I'm talking about. And only the top of her palms would connect. Her fingers wouldn't connect at all. Yeah. And she did have a massive ring on one of her hands. So that has to be what it is. Oh. But it just looked like she had never clapped before. It was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, I don't know if you felt like this was awkward, but um, when 90-year-old Bob Newhart threatened to kick Ben Stiller's ass yeah, uh, after he brought him out on a stand with two other celebrities that have uh, passed as their wax figures, George Burns and Lucille Ball. Um, it was a little, I mean, the timing, he's 90 for God's sake. His timing was pretty good for maybe 1984, but you got to move things along a little oh. bit quicker now, Bob. You know? Yes, it was fun <laughs> to see him, but yeah, that, it took much longer than it should have. Yeah, once again, a moment where it, there's a host there. But there's not a hose. It's just a bunch of different hose. That's what it felt like. So, yeah. All right. That's mm. the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Okay. Appreciate the info. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, one seven one, everything entertainment, everything God is watching. That's right. God is watching us from the distance. That's right. It is uh, 7.04 on this Monday, September 23rd, 2019. Raise your glass and take a sip of your refreshing Mm. morning beverage. Cheers, everybody. Ah, cheers, cheers. Start the show. Mmm. Mmm. Ah, stunningly beautiful, that beverage is. Mmm. How's everybody doing? Lex, how you feeling today? You feeling I'm good? I'm feeling great. Yep. You, you're drinking your LaCrocs? I got you're, my uh, LaCrocs. Yep. You want a fun fact, Lex? Sure. I always like fun fact? facts, yeah. I know you do. I know you like the real fun facts. You don't like when I mess with you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no fake. Yeah. There's enough fake no. going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never had a LaCrocs in my life. What? Really? I'm, no, that's I think surprising, I mean, Jace. I mean, accidentally, I probably maybe have. Someone probably, you know, mixed it with vodka or something for me. But <laughs> right. um, I've never purposely. A little splash of it, maybe. Uh-huh. I've never purposely ordered a LaCrocs. Oh, wow. 
the LaCroix. <gasps> I know what it's called. Don't email me. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you, enjoy, you enjoy them? Uh, yeah, once in a while. It's a nice little bubbly. This is a yeah. pineapple strawberry blend. So oh. not only do they have the single flavors, but yeah, they're do, doing some fruit blends. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's Fruit blend was what my <laughs> nickname was in high school band. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn, um, yeah. Do, you, do you enjoy the LaCroix? Oh, for sure. Yes, because mm. it doesn't have sugar in it. So yeah, oh. yeah. It's just like a really low calorie way to feel like you're having a soda, but you're not. Right. Yeah, that, I guess that's yeah, good point. Good point. I think on you that like one. the tangerine. <laughs> I like that one. I like the Are you talking to me or Dawn? Which one oh, do you think yeah. is, either one of us you think will like the tangerine? Oh, I think you'll both like the tangerine. Yep. Pomegranate mm-hmm. is good too, Dawn. I like that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 take a listen, or I'll take a, I'll take <laughs> take a drink a of the LaCroix, a, a little sip of the LaCroix. Yeah, you could do that live on your TV show or something. I should do it. I should yeah. do a LaCroix taste test yeah. with you, Lex. Yeah, uh. we'll do all the different flavors. Yeah. Sure. I, uh, I want to say I nerded out this weekend. and uh, With your I, iPhone? Uh, well, I may, well, Lex, let's be clear. Let's, let's, why are yeah. you laughing at, why are you laughing at my love affair with my... Because uh, um, no, hey, I made sweet... Yep, I made sweet, sweet love to Ooh. my new iPhone that came in uh, the mail on Friday. I was very excited. Uh, as I, It was perfect timing. Uh, our love was meant to be because as I walked into my building... The uh, very good-looking UPS man uh, was getting ready to leave a note on my door saying he missed me, which would have really pissed me off because uh, I needed to sign oh. for it. So it was perfect timing. I'm like, hey, duh, 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 duh. hey, hottie, come over here. And <laughs> I didn't say, hey, this hottie. was meant to be. This Give was me meant to be. I go, I go uh, that's uh, may I have uh, that box, please? I said, uh, I'm right here. So I signed for it. And then, yeah, uh, I opened it up and made sweet, sweet love with, uh, with the new iPhone. But, Ooh, uh, okay. but I did. No anyway. Way, huh? And uh, it can do everything, Lex. Uh, but then... TMI. I, it's fine. Um, I, I, I didn't add any more descriptors, Lex. I just said it can do everything. All right. I'll let the, I'll let the listeners at home use their imagination about what I mean by that. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then I nerded out. I bought this new... B. Arthur told me about this, so I have to be nice to her today. So, Lex, remind me um, I'm sure I'm going to want to make fun of her at some point today. I mean, oh yeah, hold back. I'm I'm breathing for heaven's sake, so I got to be nice to her because she told me about this uh, podcasting thing. Like it's like a board, Lex. You know, like uh, my talkers, like a soundboard. D- yes. Now, and I'm saying this as an ab fab to all of you out there. Maybe you want to start a podcast. You don't need to be fancy like the three of us. And because, well, first of all, we ain't fancy, but. And let me try to explain this. You, you, uh, my talkers, you hear us talk about how Dawn is in front of a giant board. It's like the control board for for our whole show, uh, built in 1932. Oh my but it's God. still a board. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you're but, so right. <laughs> it's, it's it was it was it was the pioneers, right, Lex? Is it the pioneers or <laughs> it, colonial people I built take our a board? Picture of it. Uh, yeah, hmm. I think it's the colonial. I think it was people, the colonial right, people. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ma, Ma Ingalls uh, worked on this board. But anyway, so Dawn is in front of this big board that controls the volume, controls sound effects, blah, blah, blah. Well, this company made a board, Lex, that takes the takes the, the dumb, like I, I, I'm takes the, the, dumb. the dumb out of it <laughs> that making podcasts. Everything is in this little board uh, processing your voice. Wow. Uh, Oh, it has a sound a little, effects and yes, there's like oh, eight. Bu- that's there's, fun. Lex, there are eight buttons where you can ingest 
whatever sounds you want. And then when you hit the button, that button activates whatever sound effects you want. It turns into that. Oh, yes, Lex. Girl, I want to get need, one of these. Oh, I, that's why I'm, I'm mentioning this now. I didn't say it in the meeting because <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I want everybody. Well, I always want you guys to support Two Fairy Godfathers, but I want you guys to listen to this week's episode that just dropped this morning because this episode was was recorded on our new uh, podcasting board at our house. We didn't even, we were naked when we did, I'm um, not naked, but we were in our pajamas. Again, PMI, oh, okay. Well, you know, Lex. We were in our granny panties. What is your house? We, you do you. Thank you, Lex. You walk around naked all Wait, the time. I, I, what am I talking about? Yes, of exactly. course. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we were uh, just sitting in our pajamas in our, in, in the, in the, in the, we've turned one of our rooms into a little studio and on this board, it is fantastic. It is called the Road Podcaster Pro. Mm. Um, R O D E. They make microphones, everybody. Road Podcaster Pro. And what does this run you? Well, it's a little pricey, but, um, but it was the business, this expense. It's like yeah. $500. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it's... considering it's, how many things you can do on it and how portable it is, right? You oh, can take this anywhere. You can take this anywhere. It is fan-freaking-tastic. So, all of you listening, if you are, um, if you are thinking of doing a podcast, uh, I'm telling you that you you should get this. I'm naming it AbFab. Absolutely Ooh. fabulous. Yeah, I've been tossing around an idea with Angel, so this would be a great way to do Girl, that. I and I would uh if you need any help, I would be uh, more than happy and and but this is the good thing about it is the fact that they want it to be like an Apple product where right out of the box you can be up and running in 5 minutes. I was up and running realistically in about 10 minutes. I knew wow. we we were recording from opening the box to recording a new episode in about ten minutes, and Alex, I put a link in the uh, yeah. New Messenger I just saw that. Guys. I just clicked, yeah. clicked on it. Yeah, yeah. So it fantastic again, guys. The Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. It's a big winner. Um, if you're if you're a novice at podcasting, but it's something you want to do. Y'all should get this. Uh, it's re- it's worth it, especially if you want to invest um, invest in your podcast because it takes it, it processes your voice. You'll sound good and deep and bassy. You don't have to worry about settings. It it takes care of everything for you. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's it, a nice looking mixer too. Well, yeah, and it lets you see Lex see the picture of it. Yeah, you can even take uh, it. It's uh, for Bluetooth. If you want to do phone interviews. You you it uh, it automatically via Bluetooth connects your phone to one of the pots, Whoa. so you can oh, which is super oh convenient. Oh my god! Yeah, wow, this is the best time to be alive, isn't it? Is it stuff like this exists, guys? Wow, you can create a podcast that no one wants to listen to. <laughs> oh Yay. God, Don. <laughs> Just trying to be real here. I'm kidding. No, if you want to make, make a podcast, make sure you have a vision and a point. That's all I want right. to say. Because there's lots of podcasts out there where people are just like they don't even know what the topic is. True exactly. That. Yes, yeah, true that, that is so. Or maybe true. they say it's a paranormal podcast, but ooh. right. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh. 
but to have the equipment to make that sound good, that's, even if that work on, on your personality. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah exactly. that, that won't help with that. But no. you know, <laughs> no, Lex, I, I I can confirm this uh, device cannot help you get a personality. I, I can. Per, you guys can, both got that. No problem. I got that. Yeah, we're we're good on that one. So no, but seriously, guys, again, my app fab today, nerding out a little bit. The road R O D E, not spelled like hit the road, Jack. The Roadcaster Pro. Or Old Town uh, Road. I can yeah. put it in our show link. Thank too. you. Yeah. Uh, y'all, it's really good and very easy. And again, download the new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. And which has the, a point. <laughs> which has a point, yes, yes. Um, the whole thing was done on this. And I challenge you, you won't be able to tell the difference in, in sound quality. It's it, it sounds pretty good. So. Awesome. Uh, 714, when we come back, she sounds good every day. Little Lex on the Prairies next. Our Emmy Palooza continues in just a few minutes. Uh, some some good moments. Uh, the broadcast, not so much. We'll talk about all of that. <laughs> some of those Our speeches Emmy, were pretty dynamic. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get into all of that coming up uh, in just a little bit. But right now, meanwhile, welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, my Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Weezer. He is a boil on the butt of humanity. Well, I don't know who Weezer's talking about, but uh, <laughs> us. it's a he. It's probably us, yeah. I'm Jace with Lex and uh, Lady McLean. Uh, Dawn McLean is here as well. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Uh, Dawn McLean, Miss, don't do a podcast unless you have a personality. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, it's here to be the voice of reason. Oh, that is going to be one of my favorite moments of the week. I have a feeling. You yeah. don't have a personality. Do you know that? I don't know. No, don't you need so. friends to tell you, Lex. Oh, yeah. You need good friends to tell you. True. You do not have the talent to do a podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> You'll find out when you don't have any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn, you are yeah, killing sorry. me today. I'm just I love really it. don't I'm care. Keeping it real. Yeah. Yeah. Some no care, Lex. Some no don't care. care. They do. People they, listening or not? Yep. They do a podcast about canned corn. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, here's my can. That could be interesting. If you're an interesting person, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's your favorite canned vegetable, the kern. Yeah, because the leprechaun tried stealing it from you in your dream. I haven't had that dream in a long time. Nightmare, actually. Thank goodness. (laughs) Speaking of a nightmare, is this week's uh, episode of uh, (laughs) The Little House on the Prairie scary? We're about ready to find out. And he. up the hearth, pull up a rocking chair. This is Little Lex on the Prairie. Oh, yes it is. Alexis, 
was not lucky enough to watch Little House on the Prairie when no. she was small. Okinawa Japan only had reruns of Quincy and Mash. <laughs> Mash. That was about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now she's reliving what we already lived through, yes. Little House on the Prairie. Yes, it's Lex. remastered on Amazon right now if you want to check it, it out yourself. Yes. Oh, yeah. In season one, episode 21. That's where we are. Okay. There are 24 episodes in this first season. It's called Money Crop. And guess what, guys? What? Paul Angles, he saves the day again. Oh, God. Oh, what no, a no, no, hero! No. Don't you mean Ma Ingalls really uh, saves the day and he <laughs> takes credit for it? Uh, she saves the day, yes, too. But yes, he gets all the credit. You are absolutely yep. right. Uh, he goes on a wagon ride by himself to look for a farmer that he's looking for, and the whole town is looking for him because we're we got some bully farmers in this episode. Bully farmers? They're bullying this one guy, or at least they're just really upset and trying to figure out what the heck happened and. You know, did nothing about it until Pa got on his wagon and decided, I'm going to go look for this dude. What happened? Yeah. All right. So Walnut Grove, there's a new resident. His name is Joe Coulter. He's a college-educated farmer. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Now, Pa Ingalls gets all of the other farmers together for a little picnic. And, of course, you know, the women are making all the food. And um, they're, they're, you know. Because that's the where they going, belong, well, in the kitchen. Right. Back that's then, the woman's that's job. That's what they did, yeah. <laughs> and it's a man's job. They would have to- failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, me too. Oh, and then a, it was a man's job to pick up the wood, and but his wife, who's expecting a baby, Laura and Mary, they're also there. They're moving it and moving the wood, and he's like, this is a man's job. And then he goes and sits down with the other farmers, and Paul Ingalls introduces him to everyone and says, hey, this is Joe. We want to talk about our farming. We're struggling. I think we should sw- switch from wheat to corn. Okay. okay. And Joe okay. has just the right hybrid corn crop. And so give him his money, give him your money, and he'll go up to Minneapolis, and he will uh, get all of the supplies that we need, and then we can have a, a great crop. So yeah. it takes a little bit of convincing, but all the farmers of Walnut Grove say, you know what, let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. Give let's him invest his money. in hybrid corn. That's right. Oh, God. I've, I'm scared that he's going to take oh. their money. Oh, I, I, right. I well, that's... You're sounding oh like those farmers right now, Don, because <laughs> they were worried about that. Because what happens is he takes his little leather fanny pack. He puts all <laughs> yeah, the money wait, wait, inside. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Now stop. Yeah. Stop the corn husking right there. What do you mean? There's a fanny pack on Little House on the Prairie? Yeah, it's made out of leather. Okay. He puts that on there, puts that around his waist, and he get, jumps in his wagon with his horses. And Bye, bitches. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> off I go. Basically. Peace out. But he leaves his pregnant wife behind. Well, her place is in the kitchen. Remember, she was Lex? dead weight anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> dead weight. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You're you're slowing things down, Martha. <laughs> I gotta go spend some cash. <laughs> this is a good guy, though. He makes it to Minneapolis. Oh, yes. okay. He gets the corn seed. He rents these what? other horses with the wagon because he took his own horse up there. He brings. He's on his way back, and guys, he gets into an accident. His horses get spooked, uh-huh. and they start going down the steep 
little bank and uh, he crashes the the horses separate from the wagon oh no he oh, spins no, the wagon lands oh. on his leg and oh no oh my gosh the seeds everywhere the horses oh, no. run out no and how's so, the fanny pack though yeah, is it I, safe <laughs> you know what i never saw that fanny pack again oh Damn no it, but it was really cool to see him put that in there it was just this it was just the size of a dollar bill pretty cool <laughs> Pretty cool. Oh my god! So he, so this, so he's down in this bank. The the wagon's on his foot, and oh, guys, no. holy crap! He t- he says it's going to take him two weeks to get to Minneapolis and come back. He would have been on time if that didn't happen. Mm. And for four days, he's laying there with that wagon on his foot. Oh my! Wait, god. wait, wait, wait! Four, four days? days. Oh my god! Did Pa come and find him? Yes, he did. Oh man, that's what happened. In those four <laughs> days, those days that he's gone, you know, the farmers are getting Nancy. They've already plowed their land. They're ready to go. Where is this guy that they just met? Did he steal his their money and yeah, run off? Sure. What the heck happened? So they're meeting. They're griping. They're bitching. They're having oh so many issues. And so, yep, Pa gets in his wagons. He says, look, I've, I introduced you to this, this guy, so I need to go find him. Well, he does eventually find him, but yes, it takes four days. The crows are already eating the crop. I mean, oh, it's, no. Oh, poor guys. I mean, he's dying the out there. Yeah. Oh, and there's a lot of them. So... Culture's throwing, like, rocks and stuff at him. He runs out of water. His lips are all dry and dirty. And, oh, super chats. Oh and poor guy. Oh I mean, he's just, you think he's going to die out there. But yeah. yeah. No, nope, eaten by the crows. Boss saves the day. And uh, the farmers feel really bad about it. And actually, his wife almost had d- oh miscarries because she's no. so emotionally distraught because they're giving her a hard time, too. Oh, and, my God. You know, it's just, oh God. I'm oh. exhausted. I'm this exhausted. Is, uh, this is dramatic. Yep. Well, Pa saves him. He gets back. His foot's, of course, busted so he can't really farm he's packing up his stuff because he's like you know what these guys were so horrible to my wife to me i'm out of here peace out and then of course pa says well come on outside and you look out there and the farmers are working his land and they say guess what they're not going to touch one corn one corn crop or plant it until this is ready and oh then he decides to stay Uh. so they lost all of the hybrid corn no they didn't okay Uh, a good portion of it was gone because the crows were eating it for four yeah. days, but they were able to save a lot of it. Okay, so, good. So they yep. did. All right. Well. He was able to divvy it up and what was left, and the farmers were pretty happy about that. Oh, but sweet. Okay. They were feeling better. I mean, you know, once they figured out what happened, because dude almost died out there. Yeah, I care more about the hybrid corn. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but what about the money they invested? <laughs> yep. Well, it sounds I, like a pretty good episode that didn't involve any type of strange um, uh, issue. No, no, of the 70s. Or, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that well. mystery powder or a, circus, <laughs> a weird circus man. Or Murphy Pervy mime. Right, <laughs> that's yeah, that's coming. That's yeah, coming, yeah. Oh, my goodness. A man eating raccoon. I missed that week's episode. <laughs> I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, old rabies. Yeah. I killed it. It's fine. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Little Lex on the Prairie every Monday. It is coming up on 728. The good, the bad, the Billy Porter. Ah. Uh, we're going to go through the Emmy Awards when we return. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk Riddle 7 1, everything entertainment, everything George W. Bush. I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. Thank you, George. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. 
It is Emmy Awards Palooza Monday. That doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It is Emmy Awards Monday. Last night, the Emmys were on Fox. They rotate from network to network every year. Uh, one year, NBC has it. Next year, CBS, then ABC, and then uh, Fox. This year, Fox had it. Uh, let's start with the overall broadcast, uh, because the three of us, I we learned this in the 6 o'clock hour. Oh, geez, Louise, we have a lot to say. We have a lot of opinions. We could have filled basically three hours with this. Uh, let's start with the, let me let me throw out a topic, ladies, mm-hmm. and you go. Ready? Okay. No host format. Go. It needed a host big time. Thank it you. was too boring. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we needed someone to steer the ship. It just, it just, there were too many voices, too many people presenting things. What was going on? Did okay, anybody no. know? No one knew, Lex. No one knew what was going on. I think the producer fell asleep in the control room, but... <laughs> um, and you know and what's interesting, Lex, is correct me if I'm wrong, but you did not feel this way about the Oscars. No. You liked the no hosting with the Oscars. What do you think the difference is for you? Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. Thanks, Maybe girl. Because they don't movies- give these shows to monkeys. Well, right, well, Lex. Well, yeah. yeah, I really liked I, I thought the Oscars were fine without one. Yeah. Maybe because it is more formal. Maybe because mm. it's it is more about movies, so mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. kind of expect more produced things. Maybe, yeah. uh, but it just that didn't bother me. And they also didn't try to be sticky. You know, it's just they introduced the person, they did yep. their job, moving on to the next thing. Yeah, this wasn't Don't- that way. Dawn, what do you think? The no host format that continued for the Emmy Awards. I feel like they didn't make it more efficient because that's what the goal is. Or they just wanted to avoid controversy because every person that an award show seems to pick, there something comes up about tweets they said 10 years ago and then nobody likes them anymore. So they're trying to avoid controversy. I guess that's fine. But then it didn't make it more efficient because they had all these other, what I would call a host. It was just mini hosts, people that would come out to present the people that are presenting and doing little sticky bits, like you said. Uh, it just drug the show, made it slow down, and essentially they did have a host. It was just like 50 people. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Which, oh. And then the, the people would come out after a montage of the of, nominees. Of the nominees. Yeah, it's like, okay, that was weird. Just, that that was, was weird. Thank you, Lex. That was very weird. Because they did them really fast, too. You didn't really get a chance to even consume who was in the category. I don't like that order. That's that's all messed up. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to be too hip for... Okay. They didn't want to, to go through the mispronouncing or something. I don't know. That is my overall, my overall observation. Uh, and I'll say what I said in the six in a more condensed way. Stop trying to make award shows hip and cool. Because I feel like the producers spent most of the night trying to convince the audience that this isn't your grandfather's Emmy Awards. And by doing that, I think they cheapened the night... Uh, they looked like fools. Um, they actually produced a more prodding, a more boring broadcast by doing that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, in my opinion, do what what I think these award shows are fundamentally designed to do, and that is to celebrate the art form that they're connected to. This is a this is a broadcast that's supposed to be because I really did. I said this in the six. I thought about what what really are award shows other than Pats on the back, a three-hour pat on the back for for actors or or uh, folks in in uh, the the TV or whatever the you know Grammys and music. Mm-hmm. 
they are fun, they are fundamentally celebrations of that art form. So then make it a celebration. Have uh, have the cast have the cast of um, of uh, the the Brady Bunch come out or Who's the Boss and introduce a celebratory montage of great sitcoms of pick a genre, pick a pick a year, pick a time period. And and get the audience in the mood of 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 the celebration of television. That's what this is. Yeah, a little we nostalgia. Do, yes, we don't come to these award shows for for knockout comedy bits. That's not what these are. But every producer thinks that that's that they try to do this. They try to do it with this with this banter. And this was even more in focus for me when you saw two actual hosts, Jimmy Kimmel. And Stephen Colbert come out and actually knock jokes out of the park. You know why? Because they're actually hosts <laughs> and they know how to do this. But when you put, when you put, I don't know, um, uh, Brittany Snow and Timothy Hutton out there to deliver a comment, it falls flat. It falls flat because they're not hosts. Nope. They're actors. I also don't. I, whenever these they get up there and they obviously haven't even looked at it in advance. Yes. I'm like, oh. you can't memorize it. Like, come on, you're actors and you didn't practice the timing. It could have taken you something like 30 minutes to run over something with someone repeatedly to where you're not wasting our time. No, you, you're probably just yucking it up backstage drinking. Yeah. Nervous. And then maybe. you go out there and you go, oh, I'm going to read this for like, come on. Mm hmm. Here's Kimmel yeah, and Cole. Oh, I'm sorry, Lex. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's just hard for any broadcast like this because you have to also welcome new people in, right? You yep. also have to, for people who love television and have forever and ever, mm-hmm. you also have to have them feel like, all right, this is good. This is a good kiss to television. My, I was watching with my dad last night, and he said, you know, I wouldn't be watching this at home if I wasn't watching this here with you because once cable was introduced, that common audience is just not there. So the people that are already there because, because of cable and, you know, the streaming mm-hmm. s- networks, there are so many nominations for them. You know, that it can make it feel inaccessible to some people. And my dad is someone who has all of those channels and does watch a lot of those shows. So for him to say that and for, you know, to keep that audience, you got to make it really fun. Yep. Oh, but here's, yes. Here, yeah, you got those here's, hosts. Here's Kim and Colbert making fun of the very thing that we are all mm-hmm. uh, complaining about and kind of agreeing with. Listen. How's the old no host thing going? <laughs> What a dumb idea. What a joke. You know what has a host? Applebee's has a host. Yeah. Hosting is the only thing we know how to do. I'm sorry, but this show sucks. You would have been a great host. You would have been even better, Steven. I know. (laughs) The next thing you know, they'll start using Alexa to present the nominees. Okay. Here are the nominees for lead actors in a comedy series. Now, see, now that was good. You know why? Because they're professionals yeah. and they can deliver a they can deliver a line and it doesn't take seven minutes. No, did you guys see? We're talking about the broadcast in general, uh, the Emmys. Did you hear Kim Kardashian and Kendall Jenner Ooh. get laughed at? Yeah, they were yeah. set up though, guys. Whoever wrote that line, yeah, set them up. Here, here's that moment. Listen to this. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted here are the nominees 
I mean, because of the tone of the night, everybody thought that that was a joke. I don't yeah. mind. I mean, the audience is laughing because you set us up to laugh. And then yep. Kendall Jenner's what? face was like, mm-mm. And can we ask, I know this is a little inside baseball, but you, you, my talkers, you ingested that, ingested this and probably didn't know the reason. What was up with the music that they would run under all of the winners? It was like, uh, and Game of Thrones ones, ABC, easiest one, two, three. I mean, what was, it was, the, <laughs> it was cluttered. Yeah. Like, stop it. It Too was much weird. Sound. They would run music from like contemporary artists under, uh, when the, I didn't get it, like I think I have an example. Is it, ladies and gentlemen, Oscar and Emmy winner Michael Douglas? There's a little green onions from there. the Politician Academy Award and Emmy winner Gwyneth Paltrow. Superstitious. It's just like just. You know what though? I didn't mind that as much because it helped move it along. Oh. And at least it was something that I was like, if there wasn't anything right. there, we would notice. It would be well, right. no, 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 no. Well, there should the be same music. Song every time. No, but I think too it's much too. Yeah, these are actually two bad examples because I didn't mind those. But there were just some weird choices that mm-hmm. I was like, what? That it was distracting. That it was actually like, okay, why are they playing that weird song with that guy? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't it make just, a good connect. I'm like, that doesn't no. make sense with that person. You're trying to make a connection. <laughs> Speeches. Now we just complained. Okay, and that's fine. But uh, there were some positives. There were really great moments, and we're going to talk about those when we return. Time now for Alexis Out of Context. And I can attest to that, because when I lived in Japan, we lived next to to some scuba divers who used to always get octopus. (laughs) And they cut up the tentacles, and they put it in Italian dressing, which was really delicious. Oh, my God. And so he, to scare me, he put it on my arm and it was sucking on my arm. And he told me just to bite it off and chew it. And I did. And it was delicious. (gasps) So that happened. This has been Alexis Out of Context. Yeah, that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's delicious. An old Jason and uh-huh. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071, everything entertainment, everything. Who is that man in the picture frame at the store? I'm Jace with Lex and Tom <laughs> probably wondering who was that laugh. That was April Langebredson. That was Inga, yeah. Yeah. She, wor- yeah she, she worked here, didn't she? Yeah, yeah she, she did. No, I don't. Barely remember. <laughs> uh, it is Emmy Monday, everybody. Emmy Awards 2019. We're going to talk about now. We just complained and and about the award show, but we know that you feel the same way we do. It was a mess. The the broadcast was a mess, but there were some great moments actually inside the speeches. There were some great speeches, and we're going to start with Michelle Williams. I'm, uh, we're going to play a big chunk of it mm-hmm. because I think it was just almost perfect from tip to tail. She got a standing so- ovation. Yeah, she won for uh, her first Emmy for Fosse uh, Verdon on FX. She played uh, Gwen Verdon. And, uh, Which hey, I want to see now. I know. So here we go. She speaks, uh, speaks for itself. It needs very little setup. Uh, take a listen. See this as an acknowledgement of what is possible when a woman is trusted to discern her own needs, feels safe enough to voice them, and respected enough that they'll be heard. When I asked for more dance classes, I heard yes. More voice lessons, yes. A different wig, a pair of fake teeth not made out of rubber, yes. 
<laughs> and all of these things, they require effort and they cost more money, but my bosses never presumed to know better than I did about what I needed in order to do my job and honor Gwen Verdon. And so I want to say thank you so much to FX and to Fox 21 Studios for supporting me completely and for paying me equally because they understood... <laughs> Because they understood that when you put value into a person, it empowers that person to get in touch with their own inherent value. And then where do they put that value? They put it into their work. And so the next time a woman, and especially a woman of color, because she stands to make 52 cents on the dollar compared to her white male counterpart, tells you what she needs in order to do her job. Listen to her. Believe her. Because one day she might stand in front of you and say, thank you for allowing her to succeed because of her workplace environment and not in spite of it. Yes! Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. There is Michelle Ooh. Williams for Fosse. And then they did a, they did a cutaway shot of her best friend, uh, Busy Phillips, who was bawling, bawling her BFF. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sweet. Very classy. Michelle Williams is just classy. She's just a very, I've always thought she was. And that mm-hmm. was a beautifully delivered speech. So beautiful. So beautiful. And like Lex said, she got a standing ovation for that. Uh, Billy Porter, speaking of yes. uh, history and beautiful, Billy Porter made history last night. You heard Kerry Washington say that. Uh, the Emmy for, he's the first openly gay black man to win an Emmy for lead actor in a drama series for his role on FX's Pose. And here's a little bit of Billy's speech. I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. I have the right, you have the right, we all have the right. There were so many people who helped me get here along the way, so I'm going to just say thank you. Billy Porter, and by the way, uh, not only is he a fantastic actor, but he, his fashion game is top notch. I mean, he always, always, that hat that that one best had it in any oh my that was fantastic that was <laughs> had to be one of my favorite hats right. I mean, the only person that could have uh maybe whenever Pharrell Williams wore that big old oh, that Arby's thing. hat yeah that was a uh, the other famous hat but this has definitely surpassed the Arby's hat oh yeah. yes absolutely <laughs> i also thought the young man uh, Jarrell Jerome uh winning for Netflix's Anna DuVernay uh movie uh, about the uh, Central Park Five, the exonerated five. Yes. I thought his speech was tremendous, uh, and he paid tribute. Do you want to hear a little bit of that, Lex? Yes, I have a little please. bit of that. Let's yeah. listen. This is Jarrell Jerome. But most importantly, this is for the men that we know as the exonerated five. It's for Raymond, Yusuf, Antron, Kevin, and King Corey Wise. 
That was a great moment when they announced his name. Oh, the audience. Everybody oh. rose to their feet. He is an incredibly talented young man. This is the beginning of a long career for him. Um, I'm pretty darn certain. Have you seen that movie yet, Lex? Have you seen it? I have it? not. No. I love Ava Duvern- yeah. DuVernay. So. Have you? No, no. I've seen it's clips of him, though. It's on my list of what I need yeah. to watch. Yep, we all came up with the list. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dawn, what else is on your list that, you, that, that the Emmys motivated you to see? Oh, my gosh. See? Okay, well, the first one was When They See Us. Uh, Fleabag. When They See Us, yes. Yes, that's on Netflix. Fleabag is on Amazon Prime. Want to see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, a Very English Scandal is also on Amazon. Um, a Fosse Verdant on Hulu, for sure. Escape from Demora on Netflix. Uh, Chernobyl won a bunch of awards, including Stellan Sarsgaard, uh, Sarsgaard um, mm. who's Pennywise's dad, <laughs> and Alex's dad. <laughs> and then uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, still haven't watched that. Ooh, and then, I love that show. Here's one that I just, I know that it, it just got one acknowledgement, maybe Broad City is ending, and I've always wanted to watch that oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. My brother loves that show. Oh, man. I've never seen it either. Yeah. I'm with you. Lex, anything that Dawn um, didn't the, list at you that you want to watch now? Yeah, there was one, um, Barry on HBO. Yes! Bill Hader yeah. won for Best Actor in a Comedy Hader. Series, so I thought, oh, I want to see that too. Me too. And of course, Michelle Williams after that speech too, and just uh, to learn more. I, yeah. I want to see I that love- too. I love, uh, obviously, the the first thing you, you, you got to love and admire is her stance on uh, pay equality. Mm-hmm. But I also love the first part of the speech talking about how bosses, especially the people in the boardrooms, mm-hmm. trust creatives to know better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I Invest in them. Listen to them if and they need yes, something. Yes. Exactly, Lux. I loved that. I thought... More people need to learn that. 755. <laughs> 7.55. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, our Emmy Palooza continues with a very special guest live from live from Hollywood. Alexis's brother, Jake, was right there, and he'll give us his dish when we return.